This episode of Geek Loves Nerd is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. Check it out right now at DrawYouAPicture.com. Geek Loves Nerd, trying to find something in common since 1996. Geek Loves Nerd, Nerd Loves Geek, at least you did, they last Just like the lady said, this is Geek Loves Nerd, trying to find something in common since 1996. Uh, this is show 36, brought to you the week of February 14th, 2009. Hi, my name is James, and I'm the geek. And my name's Jen, and I'm the nerd. We're a married couple, and uh, as you can see, I'm a geek, she's a nerd, and we're uh, coming together to talk about marriage cool issues. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. I didn't know we were talking about cool stuff. This episode is sponsored by Dean, and he's from another country, far, far away. What country? I think Australia. Thank you, Dean. Yeah. From Australia. So, uh, Dean, this is dedicated to you. He says, keep making these shows and I'll keep sponsoring them. So thank you, Dean, for your continued support. Dean's uh, sponsored quite a few episodes, actually. Can Can I pose a question to Dean? Sure. Real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, Dean, do you think dingoes and dogs are the same thing? <laughs> Why do you want to bring that up? That was a <laughs> private conversation. <laughs> See, me and Jen, before we get into our main topic, which is right after this argument we're about to have, mm-hmm. uh, Jen and I have this long-standing argument. She claims that there are more dogs in this world than people. There are. There's and I believe that there are more people than dogs. This has been going on for years. But let me tell you my newest thing that, that really helps my argument <laughs> is Australia is a really big country. And <laughs> from what I understand, the outback is not very populated with people. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of dingoes in the outback. Dingoes are not dogs. And I do believe that dingoes are dogs. We're talking about domesticated dogs. We're talking about dogs in general. No, we you did just not. upped it to an entire species of Dingoes canine. are dogs. They just don't have owners. Oh, my gosh. Then that would be coyotes and, no. and werewolves. Coy- <laughs> werewolves aren't real. <laughs> coyotes are not dogs. They're coyotes. But dingoes are dogs. Uh-huh. Look at a dingo and look at a dog, I, and you're looking at the same so thing. So now are animated dogs <laughs> that they count to <laughs> Snoopies. <laughs> and anyway. then do we count each individual comic strip as an individual Snoopy? How far is this going to go for you to make your point? Dingoes are real My and basic, dogs are real. Mm. It has nothing to do with animated. All I'm saying is this. What? When I drive around, when I go back and forth from Walmart to here, I see a lot of people. I don't see any dogs. That's because dogs aren't allowed in Walmart unless they're seeing eye dogs. I'm just saying, if there was more dogs and people, there would be dogs everywhere. They'd be all up in my business. Have you ever been in Northeast? They're all over the place, roaming. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway. Anyway, this main topic, this show, our main topic is going to be one that should spark some controversy and some interest in many folks. We're going to talk about World of Warcraft. It's been a long time. It's been a long time coming, but it's time to talk about it. So we're going to jump right into that. This comes uh, from a letter from one of our listeners called Leah. She says, hi, James and Jen. 
just wanted to. I just listened to episode thirty-five, and it's really eerily coincidental the things that Jen and I have in common. In high school, I was the editor of our yearbook, though my favorite classes were in chemistry. I loved writing and journalism, even won some awards. However, what do I do now? Accounting for a local government. It must be some sort of nerd curse. Must be. And here's here's our topic. I have heard you two mention that at one point, World of Warcraft was a member of your family. I like how she, she puts that. <laughs> My question to Jen is, how did James playing World of Warcraft affect your marriage? How did you cope? Was it a big problem? And if so, was there anything you did or could have done to help? I, too, am blessed with a wonderful geek husband, and I appreciate your insight. Thanks for sharing yourselves with all of us. Geek Loves Nerd is definitely my favorite podcast, and I listen to a lot. Sincerely, Leah. Leah, first of all, thank you for writing. We appreciate it. We. We do. We, we do. Okay. We really do. <laughs> I was just I'm making sorry. sure you did, too. I didn't really know what to say I didn't want Leah to hate you. I know. I like Leah. She's oh. a fellow accountant. And uh, But I broke her question down into four, actually five. So I'm going to ask you, and then we'll just kind of banter it back and forth a little bit. Just bat it around the court a few times. All right, let's banter away. Um, how did James playing World of Warcraft affect your marriage? It was not a happy thing. Hmm. It consumed a lot of your time. And at the time, Jenna was around 18 months old. when mm-hmm. you. I think you really got into it when she turned one and kept doing it through, I don't know, somewhere in there. I played she, for a year. She was young. Very, you played for a whole year? I thought it was only six months. No, I, I played for a year. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, um, she, uh, she was really young, so that left more responsibility on me. Yeah. And I wasn't so thrilled about that. And um, it just left, I mean, you were just busy all the time. You were focused on it. I played pretty much from the time I got home uh, till the next morning a lot of times. And the awful thing, too, is you, you, I'd have to listen to all the details about it. Yeah, I like to talk about whatever I'm into. Yeah, and that was not so interesting. Uh, I played a lot. Um, for, for people that don't know, every time you log in, there's a little counter that lets you know how long you've been playing. And they have to add it up, not just by hours, but how many months you've sat in front of your computer. And in one year, I had over three months played. Wow. I was totally addicted. Three months of my year went to this game in, in hours. Um, I got, you know, I had a level 60 undead rogue, uh, obviously Horde. Um, obviously. I had a Torin hunter who doesn't. Um, I had several. I was an alt- altaholic. I had quite a few alts. Mm. And uh, I only got one to 60. I think my Torin hunter was uh, level 50. I think I got my mount on that one. Yeah, big uh, do-back looking thing. I don't even know what to call them anymore. Uh, yeah, I was really into it. I was very much into it. And spent a lot of time. Even uh, we, we would play at work during lunch hours, me and my friend, Stephen, who got me into it in the first place. Would it be longer than lunch, though? No, not, not no. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. We'd usually start an alt or something and or go do something real quick or just get in there and mess around. Because you don't actually have to just play the game. You can just walk around and mess with people, start a guild, um, work work the auction house, uh, you know, try to grind. Grinding's always something you can do here and mm. there. Uh, questing is not necessarily the entirety of the game. So how did it affect our marriage? Um, I think it caused a lot of fights, if I remember right. Yeah, Jen didn't like me playing a lot. And it, 
It, uh, yeah, it didn't make me real happy. Because I wasn't doing anything but playing WoW. Even, even like in the evening when we were supposed to be watching our shows. Yeah, you didn't want to do anything. Well, and... I'd watch our shows, but I'd be playing WoW. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was really annoying because you it's like you weren't even engaged in the show at all. No. Well, it was House, and I lost, I lost interest in House pretty pretty quick. But Still. even 24. It was every every show we watched, though. Yeah, it was. Um, how did you cope? Coping. Um, let me just define that word. When I hear cope, I hear how did you how did you put up with it and allow your husband to still be horrible? I didn't do it well. I don't I think don't coping think. should be something somebody has to do. <laughs> let me just say that as a husband to somebody else's wife, I don't think you should have to cope. Yeah, coping should be like save for illnesses or something. Um, I just, I argued and I complained and all that, but at the end of the day, there wasn't a lot I could do. I mean, I just kind of dealt with it. And she did a lot of nagging and begging and and screaming. And, um, yeah, I did a lot of ignoring and defending Mm -hmm. and hollering back. Yeah. And, yeah. (sighs) I can't believe it went on for a whole year. Yeah, it did. I thought it was only six months. Dang. It was a long time. Um, was it a problem? <laughs> um, no, no, not at all. It was really a happy time in our life. You know, and honestly, if, if we hadn't had kids at the time, it probably wouldn't have been as right. near a big deal. I remember thinking that, that if, if I'd found WoW back when we were just twiddling our thumbs and more than happy to have some quiet time, mm-hmm. you know, because before we had kids. Or if you'd found it while I was working busy season, because oh. I used to work like 70 hours a week. I would never noticed because <laughs> yeah. I was barely home anyway. And I was bored. So... But yeah, I didn't at have that podcasting time, podcasting back then, I didn't have an Xbox. I didn't mm-hmm. have anything but time. But at that time, yeah. Well, let me say this: it wasn't. I, I am. I am a firm believer in this, and Jen and I talked about this a little bit before. Wow, hit me at a weird time in my life, and I had very little that was challenging me in my job and in my, and and. I had a lot challenging me and my family, you know, new baby, mm-hmm. new life, new everything. Wow provided a chance to escape. Yeah. Wow gave me accomplishments, the, the, the illusion of accomplishments. And that's what wow's all about in a nutshell. That's why I, I don't like using the word addictive because I told Jen this before, it's not addictive. Wow is not addictive, and people are freaking out, pulling their hair right now. But let me explain. Wow is no more addictive than making good grades in school can be addictive, or uh, making money can be addictive, or uh, working out is addictive. All these things bring a feeling. They release serotonin in the brain and make you feel good. It, it creates a natural high. And World of Warcraft, its entire model is that is based on that. The only difference really is is that World of Warcraft is fake. Everything else I mentioned has real life benefits. Um, the problem is it really preys on people, in my opinion, that don't that that have don't have a life. And therefore, they feel like they do inside this world. Or people like me, that um, it it robs and and replaces things in real life that they were chasing. But it's easier to do it in this fantasy world. That's mm-hmm. that's the other difference. It's easier to accomplish these things because it's fake. Right. And uh, so, was it a problem? I would say World of Warcraft wasn't the problem. World of Warcraft was the symptom. And, and an exaggerator, but really behind the scenes, 
I was at a point in my life, I guess, where I wasn't feeling very accomplished. Yeah. And World of Warcraft provided that. And it also provided that escape from areas that I didn't feel, again, very good at and secure at. Maybe fathering and parenting and, and all this stuff. Well, we had a really rough time. Well, Jenna, Jenna was first, hard. She was really difficult. And, and she still is, bless her heart. And we had, you know, we were together for a long time before we had kids. And we didn't, you know, we went a long time with no real responsibilities. As for, You know, we had our jobs, but... You know, when, when we were both home from work, we didn't really have anything we had to do. And uh, we went from that to having an infant who was extraordinarily demanding. She didn't nap much. She didn't sleep very well. She was colicky. I mean, everything was just upside down. It was just completely mm-hmm. different. So we both had a really rough time adjusting to that. Is there anything you could, anything you did or could have done to help? That's well, a hard question. I guess the only thing, and I do remember thinking this, and it did did work out this way, is you move from thing to thing that you're interested in. Just you've always done that, mm-hmm. and I knew eventually you would lose interest in it. And and I did. I think I did even think that once you hit that level sixty, you would lose interest. It's I like pretty once much did. I think I leveled to sixty four, and that was it. Once you once you accomplish that goal, but um, so I mean that kind of kept me going that eventually you would lose interest you definitely kept with it a lot longer than i anticipated mm-hmm. and you weren't i don't think in the at some point you weren't as focused on it as you were i remember sometimes where you were very very focused yeah. but it seemed like there were times when you weren't as focused i can't remember near the end it started breaking up yeah and i'm going to talk about that but yeah i i honestly on my answer to that i don't know that there's anything she could have done i mean what are you going to do besides you know complain Mm-hmm. And get upset and get hurt, and when that doesn't work, what else do you have? You know, you don't want to break up your marriage over a over a game, right? Um, and you just you just shoot for the times. But I'm telling you guys, when I I would take this game with me um, on my laptop to you know families uh, to our families' houses and play it there, you know, mm-hmm. try to get them to play with me and all this kind of stuff. Um, and and you know there was a. Let me just say this. Does that make World of Warcraft evil, inherently evil, Jen, in your opinion? Because there's a lot of Christian people that say, that even go further and say, you know, it's addictive, it's horrible, it's bad. Um, therefore, the creators must be evil. There's the devil in it. You know, all this kind of stuff. What is your opinion on that? I don't think it's evil. I don't think it's healthy. I, I wouldn't want my son playing it. Mm-hmm. I, um, But, I mean, it's, to me... That is just like anything else where in moderation, which I don't think you can do that game in moderation is the only problem. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like comparing it to say like your Xbox stuff, I mean, you kind of, you'll play that every now and then and you enjoy it for an hour or two and you're done. It's not like, oh, I've got to, I've got to run down and, and spend every spare moment on my Xbox. Right. And I know that's different for some people, but, um, you know, so I don't. I don't object to video games in general. I just view them like, you know, TV or something where you just don't you don't want to spend your whole life right. on it because it's a big waste of time. Well, anything can become addictive. Yeah. Just about anything, and like you said, everything in moderation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe World of Warcraft is inherently evil, and therefore I don't believe the creators are. The creators are guilty of nothing but creating the best game in the freaking universe. It is a great game. 
It is awesome. Why would it be? Why would people call it addictive if it wasn't tempting and awesome and fun? Well, yeah, it is. It was a dumb game. Nobody you, it makes it. you feel like the man, and every minute you or it makes you want to cuss sometimes too, because grinding's not real fun. But th- the big thing about it is the game is set up to take more and more of your time. The longer you play, the more you level, the more time it takes. the The quests get longer. Um, and then when you get 60, you know, you, you have to start raiding with these groups of people and trying to get a group together in real life is hard enough online. You think it'd be easier. It's not. And, and so, and then quests, uh, raids, uh, in these, um, in these instances, um, they, they, it takes nights and nights, three nights, four nights, five nights in a row that you've got to commit to this group of people to get together and run through these dungeons or, or instances as they call them to beat these end bosses, to get this loot so you can get gear, so you can level up. And and there's some gear that you can only get inside these instances from these certain bosses, and they only drop certain times. So you may have to grind and run through the same instances over and over and over to get a complete set. And it binds on pickups. So, you know, if somebody else is in your group that's the same level as you in the same class, they might get a chance to roll for it, and then it goes to the other person. So you've got to start the whole process over again. Do you see how it starts to mm-hmm. get you? Well... In my world, in my time, I, I loved the game early on. And that's why I would restart characters. Because early on it was fun. It was quick. You level fast. Uh, I started realizing it was taking more and more of my time. And to be honest, I even as committed as I was to it, I didn't want to play it that much. Mm-hmm. Um, it became like an obligation well, almost. Yeah, it became hard work. Mm-hmm. And, and then I got into guilds and there started being drama. There's guild drama because it's real people. You know, even yeah. if they're faking their names and all this kind of stuff, their real personalities creep through. And if you're a butt in real life, you're going to be a super butt online because you don't have any accountability. But I started getting really sick of multiplayer. People would blast things out. Spammers are on there trying to sell gold to you. Uh, there's people being jerkwads. There's ninjas and people that steal from you. There's player killers if you play multiplayer. And it got really old really quick. Um, near the end of my gaming, all I was doing was logging on. I was paying 19 bucks a month or whatever it was. What is it? 20, 15, 20? It was 15 Okay, months. $15 a month to log on and, and play the auction houses. That's all I was doing. I'd get on, I'd buy stuff, or I'd go take a high-level character through uh, Scarlet Temple, and I would, I would, I would just slaughter everything in there, take all this loot back, and uh, sell it in the auction house, and just I was just making gold, and I was getting off on that. You know, it was great because I was earning stuff. But near the end, right near the end, I realized, dude, you're spending fifteen dollars to simulate making money. You obviously have a skill at this. Why don't you do it in real life? <laughs> and that's when I quit playing. And, and it didn't hurt that I started moving into podcasting. And that was two years ago, two and a half years ago now. Yeah. And uh, I finally gave it up on my own accord. I realized it was taking too much of my time. I didn't have, if I was suffering this much at the amount of time I was already spending, three months played in a year, how much more time was I going to have to dedicate and rob from my family? And between the practicality of it, the, the, the conscience side of it, the fact that I was getting into a hobby that was a lot more realistic, one that I could involve my wife in, thus, you know, Geek Loves Nerd, uh, one that would generate some funds that would actually pay for itself rather than me having to pay it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also a good thing. It, Jen was talking about Xbox versus World of Warcraft. The biggest difference for me is that 
like even in a role playing game like say Fable on the Xbox, I can run and do a quest or two, and then I can hit pause, and the world stops. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm fighting a mob, another name for a monster or a bad guy in World of Warcraft, if you pause, there is no pause. The monster's going to kill you. And, and, and even even um, just like your wife calls you and says, come on upstairs and help me out with something, you have to log completely out of the game. And it doesn't always make sense to do that. If you're in the middle of, a, of uh, say, barrens and there's bad guys everywhere, one of them can randomly walk up on you and kill you if you don't log out all the way. But then if you do log out of the way, if you're in the middle of a quest or if you've got something going on or if, if there was a certain um, blimp that you were trying to catch or a ride that you were about to get, um, maybe you've been waiting there for a while. You don't want that thing to pass by while you're logged out because the world keeps moving even when you're not in the game. Mm. Um, but and that, that leads to you wanting to take more time and not be available even when you play it just casually. I believe there's a possibility of playing the game casually. I do. Um, I'm not going to risk it. As much as I've been tempted to a couple times, I'm not going to do that because I actually have found I've got things in real life that give me that same thrill. And yeah, they're harder to accomplish, um, but the rewards are greater and they're real. So I'm not hating on anybody to play World of Warcraft. I just I would just ask you to question why you do it. And if there's something else you can do that would be real, that you can accomplish in real life, you know, get some pets in real life. <laughs> it won't be a giant turtle that you can ride on. But, you know, a little dog named Sparky would be a lot more fun. You could share him with other people. And dogs aren't bind on equip. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to finish up our talk on World of Warcraft, and then we're going to get into some life updates and news. We'll be right back. Let's watch movies.com. Two people, one movie, and lots of opinions. Well, you knew that. It was a bunch of CGI stuff. I would think you'd be eating it up. So what are we doing next week, Jeannie? I don't know. It's your turn to pick, but I'm, I don't know if I want to go after you blasted my movie. Hey, it's not that I blasted it. I give a fair and equitable chance to all your movies, and I want to go see this one, too. Totally blow. So come give a listen at letswatchmovies.com. We cover new movies, DVDs, what's going on at the box office, and give you our opinions about it all. It's about conflict and intrigue and silly contests and stuff. What? What? Movie? what? <laughs> Don't do that! Whoopee! I can't... You can't do that. So are we done? You really don't like doing promos, do you? Let's watch movies.com. We're back. Sorry, we had a child thing we had to go take care of. Um, it, Jen, do you have anything else you want to comment on about this whole World of Warcraft thing? Um, the only thing I would say is if you're having the kind of problems that I was having, you know, with, with, you know, your spouse spending that much time on it, I would sit down with them and just have, have a heart to heart conversation and just say, look, do you realize how much this is affecting the family, how much this is affecting me and, and all that kind of stuff? Cause, um, it's, it's sometimes maybe the person's just not even aware. I mean, they know they should be doing this or that, but they might, may not be aware of, of some of the effects it's having on them. So, thing, and not a, and not a screaming, you know, I hate world of Warcraft right. kind of conversation, but, uh, you know, just a, Hey, 
you know, this is really causing some problems. I've heard of, um, of people, I, I was talking to a pastor friend of mine, and uh, he, he counsels people that have had this addiction, you know. And, uh, and I say addiction in quotes, but there was one guy that would lock his wife, um, not out of his computer room, but lock her in her room so he could play World of Warcraft. Oh, my gosh. That's how bad this one guy got. Now, you know, the typical thing is to take these extreme situations. See, that guy, though, would have done that if his hobby had been looking at porn mm. or, or, or shooting guns in, into a sink. I don't know. I was just making that up. But, <laughs> that, you know, that, that's a personality type that World of Warcraft was able to exaggerate. And that's yeah, because you would never do that, no matter how much no, you like the game. No, I mean I really like Mario Brothers, but you know, <laughs> locking you in your room, no, don't think so. But uh, I th that and I would I would destroy the door, well, <laughs> or I'd call the police or something. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, now I need to try it. Now I need to lock oh you in your gosh. room. Um, Actually, I would well, prefer that as the... long as the kids were with you. <laughs> that's true. The locks are on the inside of the room, too. So I'd have to be really crafty and reverse those. But anywho, what I'm saying is it, it actually points to a bigger issue. And that is that your husband is probably, like I said at the beginning, he's either in need of some real accomplishment. And this is providing that because he's not feeling it in his life right now. Or it has replaced the 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 uh, sense of accomplishment that he was already getting in his life, and so one thing I would say from a husband to somebody else's wife is brag on him, give him achievements, um, help him to feel accomplished, brag on him about the stupidest, most basic things that he does, uh, help him to level up, give him rewards, um, simulate the experience that he's getting in World of Warcraft in real life. When he plays with the kids, even for a second, even if it's 15 minutes shorter than it should have been, talk to him about it that night and tell him you appreciate that, that you liked the way the kids were lighting up when he walked in the room, when he got time with them. And, and, and I know it's going to be hard and I know you're, you know, he's up all night and it's affecting his work and his mood and all those different things. But short of you threatening to leave him, uh, knocking him in the head with a baseball bat um, or uh, getting really fat and ugly for him, um, then you've just got to try to, to recreate that. Guys are real simple, and we, we're attracted to things that make us feel like men. And uh, World of Warcraft does that, believe it or not. Uh, so you have to fill that emotional tank in other ways. And a prayer is going to help. Pray that God will shut down the World Wide Web completely <laughs> the servers uh, oh, or you and, could cancel it and let me tell you this here's something tips that that a non-world of warcraft person wouldn't know every tuesday is upgrade day update server time it's usually down from 9 a.m to 12 p.m 12 noon um so that's your that's your window <laughs> Right no, there. you're supposed to be at work <laughs> yeah. for the most part. Most <laughs> people. That's <laughs> your window. Uh, and sometimes it goes later, you know. Mm. Um, so keep track of those things and, and let you know. Um, yeah. I don't know. But work out deals. Try to figure out trade-ins, you know. If he's one that plays in moderation and you feel like it's getting out of hand, start talking to him early. Uh, if your husband wants to play World of Warcraft, tell him to stay away from it. It is wonderful. It's a great game. Oh, gosh. It's so fun. You'll dream about it. You'll watch podcasts. It's just so great. Uh, but it's a thief and a robber. 
because it's hard to control it, and I don't know very many men that could. It's so evil. Get them into podcasting. Get them into overeating or smoking or anything else that would be more productive than than playing WoW. But uh, get them. I can't say it again. What has replaced it in my life is uh, podcasting, and 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 I I get everything that I got out of WoW plus. Uh, it doesn't cost anything uh, through advertisements and sponsorship. You know, it actually pays for the hosting and different things like that. And it's really, really fun. It it builds a real, a semi-real community. Um, and, and I've made some real contacts with real people, even in ministry and, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, find him, find him a better addiction, especially if he's an addictive natured person. And uh, just be patient because this too shall pass. And if it doesn't, Throw his computer out the window. Don't. Don't do that. All right. Any other wrap-up thoughts before we move on to news? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, the only bit of news I have is that Geek Loves Nerd uh, has been a webcomic, not only a podcast, but has been a webcomic that I've been doing over on NLCast.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And this past week, I moved it, ta-da, to Geek Loves Nerd. It makes sense. GeeklovesNerd.com, Geek Loves Nerd podcast, Geek Loves Nerd webcomic. It's all in one place now. I just realized that, you know, nobody's listening to a show about funny life stories from our past, and we invite our listeners to tell stories too. But the but the webcomic was about our family. And um, you know, it didn't it wasn't a horrible fit because the same kind of people that like this show like NL Cast and vice versa. A lot of you listen to both, but it just made sense to move the webcomic over. So you can check that out at geeklovesnerd.com. I have three feeds. I have a blog feed where you'll get comics and posts and uh, podcasts. There's a podcast-only feed that you can subscribe to. There is a comic-only feed. So make your choice. You can also click on iTunes, and it'll subscribe in iTunes automatically. And choose wisely. Yeah. Figure it out. Subscribe to all of them. That'd be awesome. So check it out every Tuesday and Thursday. Jen, what do you think about the webcomics? Do you you like that the family is featured prominently? I do. I do like them. Yeah, do you read them? Every week. All right. How Twice many, a week. How many times? Yeah. Uh, I even read the comments. Do you ever read them to Jenna? Sometimes. I have to when she sees herself. She knows her character. She does. She gets very excited. She loves a webcomic. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, kids and life update. We're going to move into some of that real quick before they ask Jen stuff. Uh, anything cool going on in your life besides that you hate weekends? Um, no? The baby. Yeah. Baby's getting kind of wild lately. Yeah, he's finally not sick anymore. He's mm-hmm. perking up. He likes me. He does like you. Yay! It's been a, a year. <laughs> no, he, I guess he's just gotten used to you now. He likes me. He, he, he laughs. He thinks everything I do is hilarious suddenly. Mm-hmm. Jenna was always that way, but the boy... Yeah, it took him a while. He was a mama's boy. He was. He now he is. prefers me. He does almost. like you. It's pretty cool. His birthday's coming up in a few days. Got mm-hmm. family coming over. It should be fun. We're going to make a buzz cake. Really? Pictures up. And I pulled out. I'm a Buzz fan. I collect Buzz Lightyear stuff. Have since 1996. Um, And I have dug in and I found some old party stuff that I've collected. I have tablecloths and plates and uh, party hats and uh, those blower things, the little Mm -hmm. things, whatever they are. Those boo things. And the the, the only thing is I realized the hats are from the first Toy Story and they're collectors. They're items. stinking what? Sixteen years old, fifteen mm-hmm. years old, whatever. Um, so yeah, not not gonna use those. Sorry, but the rest of it's pretty cool. 
I've been giving up a lot of buzz stuff yeah, to the been. boy. I'm still eyeing the shoes. Yeah, the, he can't fit into them yet anyway. He might have these baby tinnies that are just so cute and they're perfect and they're up on a shelf and I think they're going to stay there. I don't know. I gave up the bib that I had. I put all my posters in his room. He's got shelves full of Buzz Lightyear stuff all over the walls. Mm -hmm. His room is painted like uh, Andy's room room from Toy Story 1. Even with the wainscoting on the lower half. I don't have clouds on the wall, but it's not for lack of wanting to. It's from lack of desiring to. I don't know. It doesn't take, we've been in the house a year and I heard somebody say, it doesn't take a year to do something you're passionate about. So apparently I'm not very passionate (laughs) about painting (laughs) clouds on his wall. Um, Jenna uh, has been going to swim class and Mm -hmm. she finished up her last class. I'm amazed. I got to go to the last one. She learned a ton. She did. She used to be scared of everything to do with water that didn't involve a floaty and my arms. Mm-hmm. Now she'll jump in with no floaties. I know. It's kind of scary, actually. But <laughs> she, she kind of kind of can tread water just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, she'll, you know, let somebody hold her. She'll float. Um, she'll jump in. She'll swim. Uh, I think it's awesome. I think this will be a big year for her swimming-wise. I do, too. It's exciting. Swimming-wise. Swimming-wise. <laughs> Just swimming dumb. (laughs) All right. Ask Jen and James, as it's become. Uh, Mostly Jen, though. (laughs) There's there's a life update. (laughs) Let's do this real quick. I I have this thing. I'm not making the sound. (laughs) You can make the sound. You just did it. Jen and I have this thing where we're starting to pick on each other quite a bit, and it's Mm. been pretty fun. Um, But if we either of us get off a really good joke that the other one can't respond to very quickly and very smartly we have the sound we've begun making to try to make the other person feel stupid and it's this it's burnt (laughs) so we just wanted to share that with everybody so you know jen will be like yeah i'd kiss you but you look like it's like kissing a grizzly bear and i'll be like (laughs) burnt i don't know i wonder if that translates well in the podcast i don't know (laughs) People just, might think we're Just great. try it. Try it at home, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Next time your husband comes home and be like, uh, man, um, you know, I'm really cool and I'm going to say something witty. Bert! <laughs> so. Uh, I've been doing it at work and it doesn't translate well at work because mm. somebody will say something and uh, it just doesn't. And people look at me strange. If you haven't asked Jen a question, um, I haven't even done that yet. Hold on. <laughs> Ask I have Jen. To do the Ask Jen. Uh, I have an Ask Jen question, and James can answer too if he would like. See there, I'm about to head to Disney World with my friend. So, from listening, I know you both enjoy Tower of Terror. I was wondering what other ride shows, etc., as adults you enjoyed, or what looked really cool and fun while standing in line for 45 minutes, but but turned out to be very boring. Thanks. Love the show. Wish I owned a lightsaber too, Meg. Um. Rock and roller coaster, very cool. Yeah. Uh, trying to think of the big cool ones. You like Splash Test. Mountain. Splash Mountain. Now, one that that you hate yourself for standing in line for, Thunder Mountain Railroad. Why? Have you Have you ever been on it? Yeah, it's fun. It's so slow though. Oh, I wouldn't wait forty five minutes. Well, that's for what it. I mean though. I've waited a long time for that ride before. Mm-hmm. That's too long. Um. Let's see. I would say one that I hated waiting in line for was that Mission Space at Epcot Center. Mm. If you don't like spinning, oh my gosh. I've never been on that because I, I think I would throw up everywhere. Oh my lord, it makes your eyes feel like they're 
Ugh, just dance around your head. It's not fun. But I can't Soren, imagine anybody like Soren and Test Track. Soren and Test Track are awesome. Very fun. Um, and the uh, the mountain one at Animal Kingdom. What is that? Oh, the uh, psh, gosh. Uh, what is it? Stupid uh, Mount Everest ride. Mich- yeah. Yeah, Mission great. Everest or whatever. That's an awesome, awesome And I love coaster. the safari. Safari's great. And um, what else? You know, I wouldn't wait forever in line for the... Um, the River Rapids ride at Animal Kingdom. I mean, no. it's okay, but it's really short, and there's nothing to it. It looks cool. I mean, they take you through a burned-out rainforest, and that's pretty sweet. And you get wet, I guess, but as far as thrills, bleh. Yeah. Not great. Um, And you get, we got really, really wet, me and Jenna did. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't wait 45 minutes for the Hall of Presidents. No, don't But do I that. would for the Haunted Mansion. I wouldn't wait 45 for that. I, well, I wouldn't wait 45 minutes for I anything. I thought, I don't know, and you're pretty biased because it's a buzz thing, but I don't I don't know that the wait was worth it for the uh, that buzz ride we went on. No, it, none of it's worth 45 minutes. We always no. go in September, right before the big European holiday in October, and it's we don't wait for anything. No. Ever. So if we ever have to wait, we're kind of disgruntled. Yeah, I mean, 20 minutes is a long wait for, for mm-hmm. us in September. Uh, but I like the buzz thing, um, and not really for grownups. I just like buzz. Yeah, that's right. But I mean. there's a 3D one in, where is that? Is that Epcot? No, it's at, at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, yeah there's a new Hollywood. Pixar area, and that's, well, that's really cool. That's the one that I thought that wasn't worth it. Really? We had to, we had to, that was a long time. We sweet. did wait a long time, but it was really fun. And, it was and the, fun. the design was really cool. I'm a big fan of Toy Story. I just don't like shooting. The queue stuff. that you wait in, it, it looks like you are, uh, a, a small thing in this giant world of toys and every square inch of the waiting area is covered in graphics and uh, even their ceiling is like checkerboards and shoots and ladders and oh it's awesome it's rad and it's if you like computer stuff in 3d you'll like that shoot them up oh and space mountain not worth a huge weight but no. it's a cool roller coaster if you just want like a retro if you want to feel like you could be killed at any moment Here's my problem with Space Mountain. Like it's in the dark. And I always you can barely make out all this trussing. You feel like you're going, you're riding through painter scaffolding the entire time. <laughs> and at any moment, there could be a pipe or something that has broken loose. And you, and you would never been. know. You would just suddenly be headless. <laughs> and so I ride that ride and try to enjoy it. But now as I'm a grown-up, I realize there is imminent danger that I don't know is there. Yeah. So I do not lift my hands on that one. The rock and roller coaster, nice and open and airy. Oh, awesome. That's a great ride. To be honest, though, for adults, if it was just you and your buddy, unless you're just wanting to take a trip down memory lane, I would suggest Universal Studios and all that they have to offer. Yeah, because if you're looking for thrill rides and stuff, Disney World's not your place. Disney World's... Islands of Adventure, holy God, so rad. Everything they have is great. The Spider-Man ride, you might walk right past it. If you do, you're an idiot because it's awesome. The new Simpsons remake is really cool. I really like that. Yeah, that was pretty good. I mean, I liked it when it was Back to the Future the first time, too, but it, it was starting to show its age, and they totally redid it. So, very cool. Um, let's see. Let's move some... Oh, if you have Ask Jen questions, you can send them to geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. Subject, Ask Jen. And somebody buy me a lightsaber. Peace out. Uh, videos. Yeah, videos. V and emails. <laughs> and videos. I need to quit drinking heavily. <laughs> Howdy. Love your show and song. I'm a pastor's wife with two grown children. I'm a special education teacher to third through eighth graders for reading and language. 
Talk about two stressful jobs. Keep up the podcast. You are refreshing in your love and respect for each other as you navigate your way through your days. Love, Carol. Um, we are we are uh, refreshing in our love and respect for each other. You big mm, they're obviously misreading monster. We actually disdain have disdain yes. for each other because each of us blames each other for the children. Yes, it's so true. <laughs> and the whole dog people thing that causes a lot of strife. What? The dog dog versus people. How oh. Many, <laughs> what did you think? You said dog people thing. I'm like, what are you talking about neighbors? <laughs> we have dog people live? It's like monkey people from you know, Land of the Lost or whatever. Not Land of the Lost. <laughs> land of the Lost. You know what I mean. Monkey people. Dog people. All right. Uh, Stephanie writes, longtime listener, love the show and the new format. I wanted to comment on the in-law show. I so agree that a woman tends to have a stronger connection with her biological family than a man does. Have you ever heard the saying, a son's a son till he takes a wife, a daughter's a daughter for the rest of her life? I find this rings true in many cases, including my own life and marriage. I also think that it is, a, it is common for a married couple to have a strong relationship with one set of parents, but not both. That's what I've got. Thanks for reading. Continue to podcast, and I will definitely continue to listen. Stephanie, any comments on that? I agree. I agree. I mean, but we knew a couple that the 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 dad, the husband, was really really connected to the mom, his mom, mm. and it caused problems. So there's always that. Yeah. But uh, depends on the families too. I guess it makes sense that one you could be connected to one set of parents over the other. I mean, it's like grandparents. You know, you grow up with two sets of grandparents, and you like one more than the other. I mean, you love them both, but there's always a preference. Yeah. In my That's world, um, since I grew up in a divorced home, um, there was just mostly the, my mom's mom. And so that was the only one we knew. And so that was cool. She was awesome. Um, yeah. So... Um, what? I was just waiting for you to say that. Why didn't have anything else to say? Thank you, too. Your refreshing love for each other is so refreshing. I was well, waiting to be refreshed. I thought you were moving on, so I was just waiting for that. No, I was waiting for you to agree that my grandma was cool. She's great. I never met her, though. Yeah, but you can just trust me. I trust you, James. She smoked a carton a day, but she was cool. <laughs> she gave us ice cream. Closing stuff, um, it's time to get out of here. Well, you can have a website. You ought to check it out, especially now more than ever with the web comics and all that good stuff. Geeklovesnerd.com. We have forums that you can go to and comment on the show and all that good stuff. You can email us at geeklovesnerd at gmail.com or give us a voicemail. We didn't have any this month. Oh, that is sad. I mean, this month. This week, 206-600-5704. If you don't call in, I'm going to start calling as JoJo. No. See? You don't want to do that no. to Jen. Please call in, people. Please. Yeah. No, Jojo. So, till next time. Um, I, actually, people are going to be upset because we said we were going to talk about tech. Mm-hmm. So, we'll try to do that next time. We did talk about tech. Did we? Um, no. World of Warcraft is on a computer, <laughs> and that's technology. <laughs> but Thanks. we probably will be hitting that topic next time. We were going to do um, Valentine's Day stuff, too. And eh, that's mm. today. Valentine's Day. I got chocolates. We'll talk about it next time, maybe. But I got chocolates. I just want people to know. <laughs> I'm enjoying them. What kind of chocolates did you get? Uh, I can't pronounce a name correctly. Godiva? No. Giovanni? Gerardelli? Ah, Gerardelli. I don't know how to do it either. All right, we'll see you guys later. Until next time, I loved you, Jen. 
I loved you too. I loved you too more. I loved you so much. I once had feelings for you. <laughs> I find you refreshing. <laughs> It's like this. James, it's refreshing. <laughs> <laughs>